Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's Journey. Escape your everyday life and experience the world through the lens of June Parker and search for hidden clues and uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Engage your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. Where will each new chapter take you? Days are long and life is hectic. There's nothing more relaxing than shutting off my brain and playing a round of June's journey. I will take it all, the glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. I love to let my imagination run wild when decorating my island estate. June needs your help, detective. Download June's journey for free on iOS and Android. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You tune into you tuned into the right podcast. It's the right one. Just give it a second. Tuesday, having some fun on Tuesday. I don't even know if you guys are going to get this one. We're going deep track. I'm a fan. Always have been. And I saw them at my concert recently and just cemented my fandom even more. Whoa. Alex playing the extended remix of this one, but that's fine. Let it happen. Trying to get into a little lead singer right now. There we go. Yes. Come on down, everybody. Come on down to... Spankies in Stony Brook, Long Island. We'll play all your new wave favorites. Come on down to Dallas on the Lake in Ronkonkoma. We'll play what this is back, back they called this punk rock. This was punk rock. Uh oh. I feel Could like I'm been, in Austin Powers right now. That's kind of what we've got. Yeah. yeah. Give it a second. Let, let Fred Schneider have something to say about it before we. Start this podcast off. I didn't realize the intro was this long. <laughs> it doesn't say. Extended. I should have um, <laughs> known because when I went to see them in concert, they played at that big uh, festival that I went to a few weeks ago. Darker waves. Darker waves, yeah. and uh, they were great. And I, I, you know, I do remember there was a long intro to this song. Yeah. We're just having some fun. It's a Tuesday, everybody. We'll, we'll get to some stories. So much to discuss. Yeah. Academy Award nominations. On and on and on. There it is. There's a little Fred Schneider. Mm-hmm. Faster than the speed of light. Fred Schneider is, you know, he's the face of the band probably but the two women do do the heavy lifting they have the voices and they're great in a concert but they just give fred schneider stuff to do on i don't think he has any musical talent outside of like that voice yeah i don't think he plays any instruments or anything i, I could be wrong but 
they give him something to do on stage because they got a Fred Schneider up there, and he's about eighty years old now, I think. And he they just give him like a xylophone. He just hits it once throughout the two hour performance, <laughs> and it's pretty fun stuff. Anyway, the B fifty two starting things off here with Planet Claire. Fun one. My brother Eugene Eugene was really into the B fifty twos. Hmm. All right. There we go. That's a fun one to start off with. Maybe it's, you want something from today's here? You want the number one song in the country right now? Yeah. Was, was Planet Claire too much for you guys? To show you that we're hip and cool and we're, you know, up on the trends, we'll let you, uh, here's here's the hottest new song in the country right now. I mean, a favorite over here on the podcast. Yeah. You know, we love her. I can't really figure her out. You know, I've been saying it since we've started this podcast and beyond. I don't. I, I don't I can't figure her out. I don't know if she's like actually talented or she's just made up of like a Disney, yeah, you know, amalgamation. Ta- yeah, like a Disney star person. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen anything yet that tells me she is above and beyond great. Yeah, I, except for her appearances on like Jimmy Fallon and stuff, where she does seem like she does impressions and she's good on Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. But lately, I've been seeing her, and she just looked, uh, she looks very, very thin. Yeah, I'm a little okay. concerned. Okay. This is Ariana Grande, of course. Mm, yes, and yes, and oh, that's a that is a improv. If you're if you're an improv actor, improv mm. classes, you'll know that. I believe his name was Del Close. Was it Del Close? He's the some people would say the Godfather of improv, Second City, and he came up with the yes and mm-hmm. uh, concept of improv. You know. And, in order to keep improv going, you have to yes and, and mm-hmm. that will keep the scene going in improv. I wonder if Ariana Grande knows that. I don't mind this. This, sounds, this seems nice. See, but once again, this is like so overproduced that I can't tell if... Is she, is she good or is she just... You know, yeah. I, could, I could sing this song. Yeah, I could auto-tune you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that sounds like Madonna right there. All right. But she's got movies coming out. I believe she's in Wicked. Coming. She's got a new boyfriend. She's had her issues with boyfriends. Pete Davidson. Remember all those weird mm-hmm. things? Anyway, congratulations, Ariana Grande. Number one song in the country. And we're done with music. That's it, everybody. Enough. Get to the real stories. The Oscar nominations. Wow, Alex. Big day over here in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. They do the Oscar nominations here Tuesday. And they are out. Hollywood is a buzz. Yeah. Everyone's a buzz over the Oscar nominations. You know what people like to do with the Oscar nominations? They like to talk about the snubs. Who's been snubbed? What? They got snubbed? Yeah, they did. I so. often wonder if these people care about being snubbed. You know, like Leonardo DiCaprio was snubbed, they mm-hmm. say. He didn't get nominated for Killers of the Flower Moon. And apparently he's excellent in it. But Leonardo DiCaprio is excellent in everything. Yeah. You know? And he's he's won one or two, I think, and he's been nominated a billion times. And he's he's Leonardo DiCaprio. I think things are going well for him. I don't even know if he gets the information. Like, is he? <laughs> you know, he's probably on some yacht in the middle of the Mediterranean with models. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even know if he gets cell service where they his agent writes him and goes, "Oh, Leo, bad news, my friend, you got snubbed." What? Oh, hang on a second. Huh? I got to put my clothes on. I'm nude with models on a yacht. Yeah. I, I, I was what? You were snubbed by the Oscars. Oh, it's okay. Yeah. But I'm still Leonardo DiCaprio, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you're going to be fine, but just to let you know, you've been snubbed. So I don't know if it's something that they care about. But Greta Gerwig, yeah, who's uh, the director of, of Barbie, was also snubbed as a female. Now, this one, come on, everybody. Now, this is a little weird. I think... Let's face it. It's all fake in the end. All these nominations are kind of fake. Um, you know, it's just all made up bullshit. Mm-hmm. I mean, as much as I love award shows and I will watch the Oscars and I'll enjoy it, I'm sure. And I've seen some of the movies, not all of them, but few of them. And I like, I, I enjoy the process. But it's, it's all about rate. Like they want a ton of people to watch. They mm-hmm. want people to go to the movies. They want... So do they really have to follow the rules of the Academy voting? Like the day they opened the envelope and go, oh, the Academy didn't vote for Greta Gerwig. There's got to be one guy who goes, 
You know what? Just put Greta Gerwig. Uh, yeah, just pencil her in. Rig this election. Yeah, you want her yeah. here. Barbie was the biggest movie of the year. It mm-hmm. was a change the face of people went out to the movies again. Yeah. And we're about movies. And let's face it, in a way, Greta Gerwig saved the movie industry, you know, kind of like Tom Cruise did with Top Gun 2 mm-hmm. year before that. And so let's just go ahead and pencil Greta Gerwig in. Yeah. So we can get some eyes on this dumb show that all is it about is getting people to watch it. And they're like, well, we, they, they snubbed DiCaprio too. Why don't you, while you're at it, go, go ahead and pencil him in too because he's mm. a big giant star. Yeah. And that's who you want at this thing. You want the biggest stars in the world. So regular people who don't necessarily care about this dumb shit will watch. Mm-hmm. And they won't watch if there's no Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay? Yeah. So let's go ahead and put those people in. Um, so yeah, Greta Gerwig was also snubbed. You know who else was snubbed? Margot Robbie, the oh, woman yes. who played mm-hmm. Barbie. Yeah. I mean, what are you doing? Listen, whether you thought Barbie was the greatest movie or not, it doesn't make any difference. It was the movie of the year for a thousand reasons. You let Margot Robbie in. Because mm-hmm. everybody wants to see Margot Robbie in an outfit. Yeah. She's what we paid to see. We look at DiCaprio, Margot Robbie, because we don't look like these people. We're not built up of the same. I mean, I guess in a way, we are. If you if you carved us all open and you know scientifically looked at our innards, mm-hmm. staying with me, Alex, yeah, uh, we're all made up of the same thing. But then you look at some people and they're like, well, they're obviously not made up of the same thing I'm made up of. Mm-hmm. Like Greta Gerwig. Listen, I was just in Vegas for seven days, and I walked down the Las Vegas Strip pretty much every day for, you know, a considerable amount, length of time. Hours I was walking down the Las Vegas Strip. I got news for you. You could walk down the Las Vegas Strip, not for seven days. You could walk down for the next seven years. You're not going to see anyone who looks like Margot Robbie on the Las Vegas Strip. You're going to see a cross-section of of people. Mm Mm-hmm. All different shapes and sizes within, not only on the strip, within the casinos as well. And I believe that that is is America, the world, whatever you want to say. Airports, public establishments, uh, malls, whatever, Mm -hmm. wherever you go to see people. Uh, I'm not going to say concerts and stuff because people, they up the ante for things like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, people doll it up for like, yeah, we're going to see Taylor Swift. They're going to put on their best. So maybe you are going to see some. But yeah, I mean, Las Vegas Strip, you're not going to see any Margot Robbie's. No. Okay, so people, when we watch the Oscars, we don't want to see the Las Vegas Strip. That's why they don't put a red carpet in front of uh, the CVS on the corner of (laughs) Tropicana and Las Vegas (laughs) Boulevard because nobody wants to watch it. Yeah. You know, so uh, we you got to you got to pencil Margot Robbie in too. For this goes out to the people who are in charge of the Oscars. I understand. Oh, they didn't get enough votes. Let's just say they got enough votes, okay? Yeah. So we can see Margot Robbie in a dress and Leonardo DiCaprio in a tuxedo and whoever else. We that's who we want to see. Yeah. They we we've I believe as a society, we've decided these are gonna be the people we watch just because for whatever reason they're talented, they're good looking, and we wanna watch them. That's what isn't that what Hollywood and TV was supposed to be about? Yep. You know, I mm-hmm. get, I always thought I was like, yeah, they're just, they, they look different than me, but I know there are some that look normal, you know, I mean, yeah, they're exceptionally talented. Yeah. You know, I mean, Paul Giamatti, he get nominated. What are your nominations? You have them in front of you there. Yeah. Let me pull them up. Um, Paul Giamatti, Alex is pulling them up now. We've been talking about it for 15 minutes. Like, you know, hang on while we're at it. Let me, let me get the, these up. Remember the first four years of the podcast when he didn't even have his phone with him. He would just have it in his pocket. And he would, he, would, he would stare at the ceiling. Never not when I, once. When I'm Never told, not once. Ceiling. I'm looking now for... I have my snubs trying. list up. I got to pull my regular Oscars Oh, is list. there any other big snubs that we need to hear about? I mean, I, th- those are the big ones that I uh, was reading about. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're saying... Uh, Charles Melton, Julianne Moore, Natalie Portman, they mentioned. Uh, Zach Efron. These are people who were not nominated. Yes. Taraji P. Henson okay. uh, for The Color Purple. Rachel McAdams. Uh, the Saltburn kid didn't get it. Oh, yeah. But again, it's not. You saw that movie, Saltburn. Yeah. Right? It's pretty wild. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was a good time. 
I don't have any desire. Mm-hmm. I don't need to see it. If people tell me there's a dick in it, I'm like, yeah, I've seen there's dicks before. A couple of them. Yeah. And I guess a guy fucks the ground or something. Yeah, he does. In a graveyard. Yeah. His, yeah. Yeah. I started hearing about these things. And I'm like, I don't, do I need this shit? I mean, that's not even the creepiest. I know. Yeah. I just, yeah. You were telling me about it. Yeah. You, went, you were telling me about it. I was like, all right, I don't need to. I don't need something. to be privy yeah. to all this. No, no, yeah. no. I'm good on But he got snubbed. You want to start with best picture and just go through them? Uh, yeah. What are our best picture nominees? Now, now uh, they're, are they still doing more than five nominations? Yeah. They used to be five years ago. Now they're doing so up to 10, I believe. They do five for all the actor, actress categories yeah. and 10 for best picture. Okay. Let's hear the best picture nominees. Uh, American fiction anatomy. I of hear a- that's good. I want to see that. I'll watch that one. Okay. American fiction anatomy of a fall. Um, okay. Yeah. It's a, mm. it looks good. I'd probably watch it, but I won't. You know, and then you got Barbie Oppenheimer, Maestro, Killers of the Flower Moon, mm-hmm. uh, The Holdover. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, every one of them. I mean, Maestro, I don't. I mean, seriously, do I need Maestro? Yeah. Do I need it? And I love the work of uh, of of the guy it's about. What um, it's I want to say Stephen Sondheim, but it's not about Stephen. It's- Although you should make a movie about Stephen Sondheim. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, who else? Uh, past Lives, Poor Things, and The Zone of Interest. Uh, past Lives here is excellent. Okay. I'd watch that one. Poor Things is... All right, that's Emma Emma Stone. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like her. I'm, all right. You know all these. I'm impressed. Well, I mean... I've, never, I've heard of three of these. Yeah. You got to yeah. put Saltburn on the list to get me back. Saltburn didn't get nominated no. for Best Picture. I don't think, it, are people saying it's a great movie? They're just saying it's shocking. I don't think, nobody's telling me it's the greatest movie. Yeah, no. They're saying it's just got some shock got value a, to it. It's got a decent ending. Okay. <laughs> and uh, what's what do we got for a Best Actor? Actor, you got Bradley Cooper, Coleman Domingo, Paul Giamatti, and the holdovers. Yeah, he's your winner. Yep. Paul Giamatti's your winner. Chillian Murphy and Jeffrey Wright for American Fiction. Jeffrey Wright. Uh, excellent actor, always great in everything. Um, I'm gonna watch that movie. I'll, I'll watch that tonight and give you guys a review on that one. American Fiction. Uh, Paul Giamatti's your winner. That's mm-hmm. it. You're gonna say that right now. Oppenheimer's your winner for Best Picture. Go ahead, at Best Actress. Uh, Annette Benning, Lily Gladstone, Sandra Huller. Lily Gladstone's your winner. Okay. Uh, she is from Kills of the Flower Moon. She is your your uh easily walking away winner. Okay. There's no chance for anybody. Emma else. Stone. You know mm, that she's the only kind of competition, but it, it, they'll give it to Lily. She's already got one. Everyone loves her. Yeah, you're giving it to Lily Gladstone. Mm-hmm. She's American Indian. Don't Alex. Don't we've we already take them. We took them off the butter. Okay, and we're not gonna. You know, we gotta <laughs> give them something back in yeah. return because they were on the butter for a long time. Mm-hmm. I used to be able to fold up. I don't know if you guys remember. You used to be able to cut out the Land of Lakes lady from the butter. I don't know what Per figured this out, but. When I someone first showed it to me, I don't think I was in elementary school, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Wow, this is some, this is like some scientifically pervy shit." I don't know if you guys even remember what I'm talking about. I have no idea. You were able to cut out the Land of Lakes lady, okay? Mm-hmm. Then you could cut out an area where her boobs are supposed to be, mm-hmm. okay? You could fold under her knees because she was kneeling down in the in the picture, if you remember. Oh. And her, and then you, you would fold her knees into where her boobs would be, and they looked like boobs. Oh, okay. You see what I'm saying? I see exactly. Am what I the you're only saying. one who saw people do it? Because in 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 Ronkonkoma, I'm sure it was there a was thing. a lot of weird pervy young men, I believe, and they would be able. They would. Everyone did this. Mm-hmm. You couldn't go into a refrigerator in Ronkonkoma and see a Land of Lakes box where the Indian lady was not cut out of it. Yeah. Now she's been cut out completely by society. Anyway, Lily Gladstone will win that one. And she's probably excellent in that movie. I didn't have the time. Three hours and 40 minutes. My mom oh, saw it. My wow. mom loved it. My mom loved it. Oh, Christopher. I, you know, it, it was too long. It was too long. I had to go to the bathroom. I mean, my mother must have had to go to the bathroom 45 times during mm-hmm. that movie. But whatever. She liked it. Yeah. Uh, just make it a TV show at this point. Yeah. So, But it looks... It, I'm sure it's probably fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do we got for best actor? Wait, we did actor. Uh, supporting. Uh, <laughs> Robert De Niro, Robert Downey Jr., Ryan Gosling, Mark Ruffalo, and Sterling K. Brown. Your winner is Robert Downey Jr., of course. Okay. Why not? get Give it to him again. He gets up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he does. You know, Hollywood loves him. They love yeah. his comeback story. You know, he's a drug addict for many years, and now he's Iron Man. And it was always a funny story about. Uh, I remember when he was 
you know, going through his drug phase. He was having a rough patch there mm-hmm. for a while. And uh, I remember one time he was on trial for something, whatever he had done. And they said that he had eight eight DUIs. Whoa. <laughs> eight DUIs. Well, what point do you go, you know what? How about Jim? Why don't you drive tonight? Mm-hmm. Why? You know, because, you know, remember the seven DUIs I had? Yeah. I don't want to drive. I'm going to... You drive. Let's be honest. I'm footing yeah. the bill. You drive. <laughs> you drive. Yeah. How yeah. about you drive tonight? All right. You know what? Honey, do me a favor. Call me a cab. A cab. You're Robert Downey Jr. I understand that. But remember, usually at three DUIs, you'd be like, I'm going to, I'm just going to stop driving. I'm going to get a Stay horse home. and buggy yeah. or something. Or because this <laughs> Ride is a, a bicycle. Lot. But yeah, yeah, apparently he had eight DUIs from what I had heard. Mm-hmm. So, but look at him now. He's on top of the world. Can't stop him. Yeah. You don't, uh, do you have any comment on Ryan Gosling as a supporting actor? Yeah, well, I mean, it was a great choice for Ryan Gosling to mm-hmm. take that role. Yeah. I mean, he's a star. He's a big, you know, star. And for him to take kind of like the secondary role in that movie, uh, and he made it his own. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, I feel like that Ryan Gosling's a very smart career. He's doing, I would... I, I you know how on this podcast I like to fix people's careers. Yeah, I have no problem with the way he's running his career. I think he makes good movies. Uh, I would do something from here's my plan now. I think Gosling needs a. Are you ready for this? A Jerry Maguire type feel good comedy ish. I, I feel we need another one of these movies. Yeah, to put someone over the top. We got a couple of guys. Right now, hanging around a certain level. Yeah. Timothy Chalamet, Ryan Gosling, all these guys, so they're good. They're quality actors. We've seen them. In some, but they've been in, for the most part, kind of boring shit at this mm-hmm. point. So yeah. they haven't crossed over to a giant level yet because they didn't, you're not, you're not Tom Cruise right now because you're not showing us that you have, you could do it all. Yeah. And we're going to need Gosling to do something uh, kind of comical, but not over the top. Mm-hmm. We don't need him in a Will Ferrell movie, but we need him in a Jerry Maguire feel good. Mm-hmm. Got some laughs. Am I, range uh, of emotions. Yeah, yeah. Some Cameron Crowe directs. Am Ooh, I, okay. Yeah, thank you. Okay. Yeah. How am I doing on? I, I just fixed his career. Anybody else? Uh, uh, I mean, supporting act. <sighs> who else? Supporting actress. Supporting actress Emily Blunt, Daniel Brooks, America Ferrara, Jodie Foster, and Divine Joy Randolph. Uh, your winner in that one is America Ferrara okay. because she makes a great speech. Mm-hmm. She's everything people want in uh in in Hollywood right now, and she had the sp- the scene of of the year with the uh I, the woman being a woman mm-hmm. speech in Barbie. Uh, give it to America Ferrara. I've I've said a few weeks ago that I'm a big fan, a yeah. big fan, big fan. I I, I didn't I don't. I never watched her TV show, Ugly Betty. Remember she was Ugly Betty? Oh, she was? Yeah, yeah that was her. And wow. Ugly, yeah. So she's been around a long time. I'm a big fan. Okay. More power to her. Give her the Oscar. Mm-hmm. She can go on and have a big career. Best director? Yeah, then now let's hear best director, and, and then we'll, we'll go, I'll move on to some other things. Because well, I know many of you don't care about awards. <laughs> cinematography, well, you know, it's going to go to, all those things are going to go to Oppenheimer. Yeah. All, like, technical awards will go to Oppenheimer. Oh, okay. Um... Obviously, Scorsese, Nolan, uh, Yorgos Lanthimos, mm-hmm. uh, Jonathan Glazer. And Let's the, hear the movies they've directed. Uh, Poor Things the okay. zo- uh, was yeah. Yorgos Lanthimos, mm-hmm. Jonathan Glazer, The Zone of Interest, Christopher Nolan, Oppenheimer, yeah. Scorsese, Killers of the Flower Moon, Moon right. and then Justine Triette, Anatomy of a Fall. Yeah, she won the Golden Globe. She'll... Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going to be an interesting one. I mean, you kind of have to give it to Christopher Nolan, but uh, that could be an upset, and they can give it to the uh, the Anatomy of a Fall, mm-hmm. uh, which I believe is a French movie, if I'm not mistaken. But um, I don't know. We'll see. That's interesting. There you go. Oscars will be hosted by Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, okay. Uh, for the fourth or fifth time, I believe. I mean, he gets he does a fine enough job. And they got do they do best song still? They do do best song. I mean, I think it's like. A lot of bar, but it's probably going to go to a Barbie song, mm-hmm. right? Give it to Dua Lipa. Did you have a song in Barbie? She did, yes. Uh, yeah. I mean, everyone did. Yeah, there was a lot you of You got to scroll yeah. to get to song. Best original song, The Fire Inside from Flamin' Hot. Who? Uh, Flamin' Hot. Oh, that was that movie about Cheetos. Cheetos. Uh, did you see that? I so didn't. Good. So good. Really? It's worth a watch. It was yeah. directed by Eva Longoria. It's like, excellent. 
Is it? Honestly, I'd I, watch. I that. give that movie of the year. Really? That's what I give movie of the year. Well, I mean, you, uh, you don't know anything, but I would. I would watch that movie, dude. That so the guy it's about uh, yeah, was, I, became I, like a billionaire. I know. I kind of know yeah. the story. It's interesting. Uh, I would watch that. I'm just Ken from Barbie. Uh, it never went away from American Symphony. Wazaza uh, Z from mm. Killers of the Flower Moon, Ooh. and what was I made for? Also from Barbie. I mean, Barbie had a lot of original Yeah, music. Barbie had some music in it. Yeah. All right, everybody. Well, there you have it. Those are the Oscar nominations. Big day here in Hollywood. Everybody's a, everybody's a buzz mm-hmm. here in Tarzana. Yeah, we're I bet. Ta- yeah, we're all talking about it. Um, It'll be the 96th uh, one, and it will take place March 10th, 2024. March 10th, 2024. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> So, are you ready for the new year? Factors Ready to Eat Meal Delivery takes the stress out of meal planning and sets you up for success in the new year. Skip the grocery stores, prep work, and cooking fatigue. Instead, get chef-crafted, dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door with over 35 meals to choose from per week, including options like keto, calorie smart, vegan, veggie, and more. Plus, over 55 week add-ons, you'll have a ton of nutritious and flavorful options to kickstart your resolutions. Pretty good, right, Alex? Yeah. Getting real good at reading. Anyway, you guys know how much I love uh, Factor. We got them here in the refrigerator, and I actually, when I'm done with this podcast, I run in, mm-hmm. I microwave them up, two minutes, and boom, I'm enjoying healthy, fun, delicious meals. They offer loads of snack options like breakfast, smoothies, juices, snacks, and more to keep me going no matter what's going on in my schedule. And I'm busy. Yeah. Alex, you know that. You can I see do. it. Uh, not only does Factor offer fast, simple solutions when I'm too busy to cook, they also help me stay on top of my goals by with offering Protein Plus and Keto, and I could stay on track and look gorgeous doing it. And I highly recommend Factor. Alex loves to do, he says to me every time he comes into the garage, he goes, Chris, can I do a call to action to the people? Mm-hmm. He loves the fans. I do. And he says, I like to call them to action. Mm-hmm. So now, ladies and gentlemen, this is Alex Kahn's call. Get ready to get up. And run to the phones, as they used to say, for our friends over at Factor. Go ahead, Alex. Head to factormeals.com slash cover to cover five zero and use code cover to cover five zero to get fifty percent off. That's code cover to cover fifty at factormeals.com slash cover to cover fifty for fifty percent off. Thanks, Factor. Some sad news, Alex. Some sad news uh, from my hometown of Ronkonkoma. Okay. And as you guys know, if you listen to this podcast for any length of time, I've been strongly campaigning to be the uh, Grand Marshal oh, of the yeah. St. Patrick's Day Parade in Ronkonkoma. Uh, my Someone hometown. Someone owed it. I know. Well, I believe I am because nobody has done more for the city of Ronkonkoma, the town of Ronkonkoma, than I have. I've put it on the map worldwide. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I talk about it. Uh, more than probably anyone who's ever been Grand Marshal. And for that reason alone... And people listen to you more than exactly, anyone who's ever saying. been Grand yeah, Marshal. Exactly. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I have a voice that, that carries throughout the world. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've done more for the town of Ronkonkoma than I believe anybody. Mm. And he, that's throwing in the guy from... Um, who got his he killed by a bear. Oh, Timothy, the Grizzly Man? Yeah, Timothy Treadwell, I okay. believe his name was. Moira Kelly, and any of the people you want to say, well, what about this person? What about that person? I've done more. It's mm-hmm. just the facts, and uh, that's the way it is. So for that reason alone, you can't put me on the back of uh, some police officer's f- Ford uh, F-150. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like it's, this isn't the Macy's Day Parade, you know, where it's, a, you, you re- or the New Orleans, where like it's really mean something to be the grand marshal of mm-hmm. these parades. This is, Goes down Hawkins Avenue in Ronkonkoma, past a couple of, um, you know, we buy gold shops and a, uh, maybe a smoke shop here and there. Yeah. A couple of closed down uh, storefronts. And it ends at, I think, a Burger King on Portion Road. So that's, for that reason alone, you can't throw me this for just one year. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm looking. At, I found a list of notable people from Ronkonkoma. Yeah, and I know, and, I, I know, I'm not on it. We've already just. But there, nobody's notable. But there's a drag queen violinist on it. Excuse me. <laughs> there's a violinist. Who this? Thorgy Thor. Thorgy Thor. Yeah, she's from Ronkonkoma. Yep. 
Oh. From RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, so oh Thorgy Thor. That oh. should be your... Where is she from around Kakamo? Uh, is she Sachem or Kanekwat? Oh, I don't think it says. All right, well... I, for... I think she's embarrassed All right, you know what? Answer, but... I'll tell you what. I will be happy to share the podium with Thorgy Thor. Mm-hmm. She gets up there. If she could violin her way up to the... All right, well, anyway... Well, she died from cancer in 2005, so... Oh, way to bring it down, Alex. Jesus, we were just trying to have a good time here. Holy well, shit. I do anyway, well, there you go. That all, all, I should win right there. Yeah. Just by, listen, You've I would have given it to Thorgy Thor, yeah. but uh, cancer got her first. Oh, uh, anyway, Ron Conkoma's St. Patrick's Day Parade Grand Marshal was just named. Mm-hmm. Greg Plante will lead the parade on March 24th. Greg Plante got it. Uh, the Ron Conkoma St. Patrick's Day Parade Committee has tapped Greg Plante. Uh, to lead the line uh, on March 24th. The parade will kick off at 2 p.m. Kenneth Lucas and Robert DeRosa have been chosen as Plante's deputies. Okay. It's like it had. Now, let me tell you what's more fun. Greg Plante doing it mm-hmm. with these two schlubs, Kenneth Lucas and Robert DeRosa, mm-hmm. or me and Thorgy Thor. Oh, that's it right <laughs> yeah. there. Thorgy Thor got some seven-foot drag queen on the back of a Ford F-150 playing a violin, mm-hmm. and I'm out there yapping about Lord knows what. Yeah. I mean, now we're having fun. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, that you you made a, you made a grave mistake, Ron Konkuma, mm-hmm. whoever votes for these things, two, two people. Yeah. The Academy um, of yeah, Ron Kong. Kenneth Lucas Roberts will be chosen as Plante's deputies, and uh, Thomas Healy, Sheila Carpenter, and Rick Posca as his ambassadors. <laughs> Wait, what are these people? I mean, this w- is a big. What is the a job? Big ordeal. Yeah, <laughs> they go four blocks in Ron Kong, and mm-hmm. I get eight people involved. The committee's annual brunch will be at Flanagan's. Now I've been to Flanagan's many mm-hmm. times. And uh, it used to be Bruno's. I mean, I don't. Do you got? Do these people? Does Thomas Thomas Healy? Know the history of Flanagan's? Yeah. It used to be Bruno's. Going there with my whole family. I thought we we did give us a Coke right when we sat down to give us the Coke. And we would, well, don't you, don't touch the Coke. Because we did that, this is before the days of free refills, Alex. Mm-hmm. You, you, live, you lived in a world of free refills. I've only, We yeah. didn't. You got you drank your Coke. That was the end of it. Mm-hmm. And you got screamed at for asking for more. I'm not paying $12 for, for Cokes. Yeah. So that's what went on at Bruno's. Was that back when they used to like, was that a bottle each time or? No, it was like out of a, probably a tap, you know. Oh, you're just getting ripped yeah, off. Yeah, so yeah, absolute rip off. Sorry, your life. Uh, well, anyway, that's the way it was. But the committee's annual brunch is Flanagan's. That will run from 10 to 4. Uh, it includes a buffet with coffee and juice. <laughs> oh. oh. Well, well, yeah, coffee and juice? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. Uh, as well as a 50-50 raffle. I like a 50-50 raffle. Uh, tickets are $20 per person. That's a bargain. Oh, yeah. Because did I mention it comes with coffee or juice? Yeah. Can, now, let me, uh, we should, you know, remember last year we called, that we had a phone number, mm-hmm. and we called, and uh, and we left a message saying, why am I not the what's, Grand Marshal? Obviously, nobody took that phone call because they, I don't even know if they even considered me. But uh, you know, because maybe it's because I don't live in Ronkonkoma anymore, and I haven't for the last forty years. But maybe. still, I mean, I still, you know, I, I still talk about it fondly. Mm-hmm. Uh, tickets are twenty, but the committee will also host an evening. Oh, do, this is every year they do this. We talk about it. They're doing the Psychic Night again oh, with yep. Sandy from seven to ten. That's on February fifteenth at the St. Regis Knights of Columbus Hall in Lake Ronkonkoma. Um. Psychic night. You know how much psychic night is? It'll include, ooh, psychic night is stepping it up. They're not just giving coffee and juice over at psychic night. Charcuterie ooh. and beverages on Whoa. psychic night. Ooh, and a cash bar. You cheap psychic bitch. What? Yeah. Cash bar? Come on. Put it all into the price of, mm-hmm. what do you think it goes for? You want to go to psychic night? Yeah. You want to You want to have Sandy tell you about your future? Cash bar? Does a charcuterie? Did I, oh, that's all you need is a bunch of people from Ronkonkoma <laughs> d- d- fingering the same cheese that you are like. Oh, you know what? Yeah, I think I'm gonna. I don't know if I'm gonna have, have any of the dried salami tonight. Why not? Why not? Uh, because Thorgy Thor because, over there. Yeah, <laughs> it's been deep throwing that salami for five. <laughs> just, just, just a Thorgy Thor thumbing through the the dried salami. I think I'm. You know, I think I'm good on this. Thank you. Yeah. Oh. 
this guy, the bagger from from King Cullen, has been touching all the cheeses. I mm-hmm. think, or you know what? Yeah, I don't know if the psychic knew that this was coming. I think that maybe the psychic, if she was any good, she would have known charcuterie probably a bad idea for the people of Ronkonkoma. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't think we should all be touching the same things. Have you seen these mechanic hands? Getting you're digging through the the mustards. Yep. And this is the Knights of Columbus Hall. My guess, I'm gonna say on a night this big, it's a big day for Ronkonkoma. Oh, it's a big day, yeah. I mean, thirty five bucks. I, that's what you would think, okay. considering you could go to the brunch for twenty bucks yeah. over at Flanagan's, and, it comes and that with comes with coffee and juice. Uh, no, seventy bucks. Whoa. Well, you're dealing with this is Sandy. Yeah. She's one name. That's when you were big. Mm-hmm. You're like, I mean, they're psychics. A lot of two-name psychics out there. Mm-hmm. This is Sandy. She used yeah. to share, sting, uh, Adele <laughs> yeah. of psychics. She's all you need is one name. Ladies and gentlemen, Sandy. And she comes out, smoke, you know, whole mm-hmm. thing. And, oh, okay. Anybody have any psychic predictions? Yeah, yeah, I do. Uh, listen. Hi, Sandy. Uh, Steve Toriso from uh, Lake Ronkonkoma. I lived on a portion road. Uh, I have a question. Um, my wife uh, left to go get cigarettes four months ago. Is she coming back or what? <laughs> oh, uh, hi, Steve. Nice to see you. Thank you for coming. I hope you enjoyed the charcuterie. Oh, it was okay. It was okay. I would have preferred uh, a fried claim hero from Anthony's, but whatever. You people got a 70 bucks, you know. Mm-hmm. It's nice to have a shock. Is that how you pronounce it? Charcuterie? Yeah. <laughs> y- y- yes, that's how you pronounce it. All right. Um, well, she. I'm going to tell you, I, I don't think she's coming back. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's not what I wanted to hear. Okay, one more question just before. Well, because I, I paid 70 bucks for this dumb shit. I could have had coffee and juice. A lot of people were saying coffee or juice. Mm-hmm. It's called, you can have both. 20 bucks at Flanagan's. Yeah. But I came here for you to tell me my wife's thinking. Okay. Will Chris Frangiola ever be the grand marshal of this dumb thing? I don't think so. No. I don't I don't think. He doesn't live in Ronkonkoma anymore. Mm-hmm. He got out. You'd have to move yeah, back. If yeah. he was still living in Ronkonkoma, shopping at Kohl's, we, we'd consider him. But mm-hmm. right now, he's... He's not. Uh, he's living a you know not fancy life in in Los Angeles, and we're not going to have him be come here and besmirch the good name of the St. Patrick's Day Parade down Portion Road in Hawkins Avenue. Mm-hmm. We're not going to do that. Yeah. Okay. I mean, if he came and he and he, and he sat in a, this, the new Panera Bread, got a Panera Whoa. Bread came in. Yeah, a couple of years ago, but people are pretty excited about it. Mm-hmm. Used to be Lakeside Cinema and Lake Ronkonkoma, and then it was the OTB. <laughs> <laughs> now it's Panera Bread. Oh, that's a losing. Yeah, now if, it's Panera If the OTB Brent. can't survive there, yeah, so it's rough. Anyway, that's 70 bucks. The Grand Marshal Bowl will be held from 6 to 10 p.m. on March 2nd at the Portuguese American Center in Farmingville. What the hell are you going over to Farmingville for? Yeah. That's not cool. Hey, 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 you can't find a place to hold the Grand Marshal Bowl in Roncon. See, now, if I was Grand Marshal, I wouldn't be outsourcing this the ball. Mm-mm. I'd be furious right now. I'd be like, whoa. Okay, first of all, stop right there. If I'm Grand Marshal, Chris Frangiola from Ocean Avenue in Ronkonkoma, we are having this Grand Marshal ball at Liberty Hall on Ocean Avenue, okay? And mm-hmm. if you can't foot that bill, I will do it myself. Whoa. And I'll storm out the door like Norma Ray or some shit. And that's the way it's going to be. I'm coming out of here the same way I came in, through that front door. Thank you. Wow. Torgy, to- you. Torgy Torch, start playing on violin. I'm getting the <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> oh, my God. I cannot believe. Anyway, it was announced today, Alex. This is shocking news. Wait, you know how much the Grand Marshal Bowl is going to be at the Portuguese American Center in Farmingville? It includes a buffet and open bar and dancing. Okay, juice and coffee. <laughs> Alex, don't get crazy. Oh, there's man. dancing. Don't, you know, juice and coffee. I feel like the I'm confused. <laughs> okay, I don't know. all right. Judging now, by the price of the psychic ball, I'm going to say one twenty-five. Ooh, Alex, you're off by hundred and thirty dollars. You Whoa. were so close. So let me just say, if you're going all in, yeah, on the festivities for the St. Patrick's Day Ronkonkoma Parade, 
you are looking at $220. That's a lot of money. Wow. Once again, as Grand Marshal, I will lower these prices. Mm-hmm. I will lower these prices. I, I, can st- I will stand here as Grand Marshal and tell all of you, I will lower these prices. I will cut them in half. Mm-hmm. You know why? I fire Sandy the Psychic. She's yeah. not coming to this. Absolutely not. You know who your your you know who your um your entertainment's going to be? Who? Torgy Torch. <laughs> <laughs> she is going to be there. Big old fiddle mm-hmm. playing that. And if she's not there, I know a couple of other ones. I performed with them in uh, Coots in Alaska. Yeah, I'll have them all come down mm-hmm. and read books to your children. I'll I'll show all of you. And then I'm gonna I'll cut the price of the uh, of the Grand Marshal Ball in half as well mm-hmm. because I will I'll, I'm gonna cut out the dancing. Man Nobody needs people. to see that. And that's it. So that's what I'm, I'm I'm putting in. I'm throwing my hat in the ring for next year. I still have never even attended um, the Grand Marshal, and I can't even like make me one of the other people, one of the court jesters or something. Yeah. I didn't know they had so You're many like other 19 people. Nineteen ambassadors. It doesn't say who uh, who the guy is or why he is is the. Uh, Greg Plante. Mm-hmm. I don't know who he is and why he is the is the Grand Marshal. Nepotism. Yeah, probably something like that. Or he's probably like a you know he's probably a cop or something. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he got, or he probably was in the military. And yeah. I know, I get it. That's all great and everything. But come on, I was on. A, he's the I, president of Outer County Construction Corp. That's it. Yeah. He's he's according like a, to his LinkedIn. Yeah. Yeah. So he's. A, so he does. He puts in pools and shit. Yeah, I was on television twelve years ago. This is ridiculous. <laughs> have these people ever seen? Have, have these people ever seen Punchline? I was on a dumb game show called Punchline. Mm-hmm. It, it ran in uh, several markets throughout uh, this country at two p.m. Yeah, you know when they put on all the good quality programming. Mm-hmm. Two p.m. in in seven markets in America. Punchline. Mm-hmm. Was it was Craig Plante on Punchline? No. Did he? <sighs> I mean, just look at my IMDb page. I mean, has Craig Plante ever been in any type of demon movie? I've been in several demon. I've played a demon in two different movies. Mm-hmm. Is that on your IMDb? I don't no. think you were credited for no. Demon Wind. I was not credited, and uh, you know, it's still a source of. Uh, I have lawyers. And, it's just talking a, to you people. never get the credit you deserve. No, this is what I, I've been trying to say this since the, this podcast started. Mm-hmm. I have lawyers involved in seeing if they can get me some credit for playing Cowboy Demon mm-hmm. in Demon Wind, but I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, I'm the only one uh, in the entire Demon Wind uh, franchise who amounted to a hill of beans, so I guess that's my reward. You yeah. Know? I actually still have a career, and I doubt anybody else does from that. There's, there, there's been a very interesting thing now that a lot of... Uh, a lot of um, scientists are refuting. Mm-hmm. The past couple of days, a lot of articles about people, scientists refuting love languages. Oh, yeah, you know, there's, there are a couple people have been talking about love language. What is your love language? Well, they're saying clinical relevance. A group of Canadian researchers have published new data that debunks the persistent belief in love languages. The researchers argue that successful relationships require a comprehensive understanding of each other's needs and efforts to respond to those needs, dispelling the notion of a straightforward fix for improving relationships. Um, Okay. Despite the popularity of love languages, the research team found a lack of empirical support for the book's central assumptions, such as the existence of five distinct love languages and the idea that couples are more satisfied when partners speak each other's preferred language. I don't don't know my love language. I, I don't. Um... I honestly didn't even know what it was until mm-hmm. I think a couple of years ago on the podcast we discussed love languages. Yep. Uh, and I'll tell you the here's the if you want my love language and the key to a, a good relationship, Alex. Uh, in my opinion, um, don't don't spend your money on uh, psychic Sandy. Okay. Don't, don't go to psychic Sandy because I I think if you're spending your money on psychic Sandy. And at the Knights of Columbus in Rock Conkoma, uh, I don't. Somebody in one, someone in that relationship, whether it be the husband or the wife, is going to have a problem with that. Mm-hmm. Seventy bucks for for this, yeah, yeah. So um, that would be one. But there's a charcuterie. That's true. I mean, that is pretty good. But I, we could have made a charcuterie here at the house and just had a couple people over, you know, and mm-hmm. we didn't have to have the psychic Sandy telling us what's going to, you know, what our future holds. 
Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I'm going to agree with that. I just think the, the key to a, a good relationship, and I feel like I'm in a good relationship. It's just, you just got to shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. You know, I really feel like you just, you just kind of shut up. And I've learned, it's taken me a long time to learn it. I still haven't 100% learned it. But when you're about to say something, you should, you should have a, like a little three second pause where you're like, should I say this? And then 98% of the time, the answer should be no. Yeah. And once you get to that point, fuck love languages and all that other stuff, you're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. If you, if, if it's if somewhere in your inner head, you can figure out how to say, no, don't say that. You're, um, you're going to be good. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that way? You've been in a relationship for a while now. Yeah. Do you shut up? Uh, you, you don't, you shut up anyway. Pretty much exclusively. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't for many years. Mm-hmm. I I said what I, you know, I it's I hard. always I said everything. It's hard when you got a good one there. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And then the more I, the older I got, and the less I wanted to talk, uh, things got better because I was just like, oh, do, do, do I need to have this fight today mm-hmm. or whatever? Is this one I want to? And now even you know, I think it's just you get old, older and wiser. And I, so I agree with the scientists on this one. I, another one that I read this morning that I found interesting, um, and I just think it's it kind of is indicative of society as we know it. Uh, they did a test on rodents. You know, they, they do these tests on, on rats. Mm-hmm. And they picked two rats. Uh, August, August, when Augustine Ling, Lingnier, a professional photographer in Paris, was in graduate school, uh, he began to ponder the point of picture taking in the modern world. You know, selfies, Instagram, we all see it. I mean, it's just people are nonstop. Heather McDonald does a funny bit on this uh, in her stand-up act where she talks about, like, now you go to the you go to vacation, whatever. I say you go to Paris on vacation, and you'll take a selfie in front of the Eiffel Tower, which is a new, th- you would yeah. never in a million years in 1977, you know, ask you know, people walking by, Take a picture of me by myself mm-hmm. in front of this. I'm like, what? And it wasn't even a thing. But now yeah. it is, everybody takes pictures of themselves in front of everything. And it's interesting. So anyway, this photographer in Paris decided, I'm going to put two rats in a cage. I'm going to hook up a camera. And every time the rats press a button, it will take a picture of them. And it will show the picture to the rats. And they'll get a little treat each time they press the button. Okay. Okay. So uh, the rats began to press the button. It was two rats. Okay. Now, he took the inspiration from B.F. Skinner, the famous behaviorist who devised a test chamber to study the learning in rats. The Skinner box became known as dispense food pellets uh, when rats pushed a designated lever. You've seen that. Dude. Mm-hmm. That's a popular thing among yeah. you know these type of things. Anyway, so he built basically that same thing with a camera. And now the rats would hit the little thing. They'd get some sugar, mm-hmm. and then they'd see the picture of themselves. They'd take, a, and then they would go back and take another one. It got to the point these two rats. It was two rats. It got to the point so much where they were not even taking the sweets anymore. They weren't taking the sugar. They were just taking the pictures. The pictures. Yeah. Wow. And looking at them and going back, taking another picture, leaving the sugar, and taking more pictures. Yeah. Don't you think that's fascinating? That's insane. Yeah. I know. I think it's so that it's it's like instinctive in vanity is yeah, and people like not just people like mm-hmm. all all species yeah loves a picture of themselves. I do. Yeah, I do. I you give me a stack of pictures. Oh, you look at my family pictures, and if I'm in one of them, I look at that one. I'm like, yeah, I don't give a shit about any of these. Oh, there's a picture of me. Mm-hmm. Now I'll look at that one more. Like I look good in it. I think everybody does that, right? I'm yeah. like I'm like these rats. Mm-hmm. I don't save, keep your sugar treat. I just rather look at pictures of myself. But anyway, the rats took nice pictures. Do you think they maybe started to notice that with the sugar, a lot of sugar, the pictures get a little worse? You take a look at them and you tell me. Look, there they are. Oh. There they are. They're just taking the pictures and they're cute. The rats yeah. are cute. I mean, they're good looking rats. Yeah. I'd, yeah. Anyway, so I thought that was interesting. Don't you find that? You guys probably don't give a shit about it, but I thought it was kind of fun. No, that's pretty crazy. All right. Well, basically today was about um, the Oscar nomination. So we Mm -hmm. got that out. And I wanted to talk about me being snubbed again for a grand marshal of the Ronkonkoma Day Parade, St. Patrick's Day Ronkonkoma Parade. Um, 
And that's it. And we got what is something fun to get out of here on? We'll release this right now. You guys can have fun with it. Okay, now this is a this is gonna take a little explaining. Good call, Alex. <laughs> We just talked about rats taking pictures. Mm-hmm. This is a bit of a stretch, but stay with me, everybody. This is Michael Jackson, of course. And this is a song called Ben, mm-hmm. written by Don Black and Walter Shaw for the 1972 film um, Ben. It was a spinoff. Willard. Well, no, the movie, yeah. The, yeah, Willard is a sequel to Ben. Oh, okay. for those of you guys remember, they actually remade Willard with Crispin Glover, I think, years later. But it was a movie about a guy who was into rats. It was str- I remember watching it as a kid. Mm-hmm. And the fact that Michael Jackson does the theme song to it is so strange. It's a very odd movie, but this is, once again, <laughs> there's nothing more 70s than this. Yeah. That Michael Jackson did this night. Good song, actually, for a weird rat movie mm-hmm. in the 70s. And that's the tie-in. We talked about rats taking pictures, and we end with Michael Jackson's Ben, the theme song to a movie called Ben that was, I believe, the sequel to Willard. If I'm I'm putting this all together correctly, my mind is not as sharp as it once was. Mm. A nice Michael Jackson song. If any of you guys have any information on that, I'm sure you're going to correct me because you guys love to correct us. And that's it's always fun comedy. We, the what you want in comedy is you want the facts to be perfect at all times. Yeah, accurate. Mm-hmm. I watched uh, Dusty Slay's comedy special last special? night, on, and it was really good. He's a good guy. Mm-hmm. I like Dusty a lot, and I actually thoroughly enjoyed his special. A little shout out to my friend Dusty. We're coming to um, Fort Worth, Texas, this weekend. Yes, sir. Friday and Saturday night, Alex and I will be in Fort Worth, Texas at uh, Fort Worth Hyenas. Hyenas. It's going to be a lot of fun. we we'll always have fun there. So many others on Frangiola.fun. We moved the one city. We had to move uh, Phoenix, Arizona. Mm-hmm. Now it's May 2nd. Mm-hmm. Stand up live in Phoenix is now May second, and we moved it one week. Just one week. So come and you guys had tickets; they'll be honored, and go buy them. Bye bye. Wow! Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.